expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 25 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,538 on turnover of 2.2 billion NT. The market lost ground on Tuesday on the back of lingering investor concerns that fund outflows will be triggered by expectations of sustained interest rate hikes by the U.S. Federal Reserve. Turnover for the session remained thin at 187 billion NT. And that marked the third time this year that daily turnover on the main board has dropped below the 200 billion NT mark. Local shipbuilder CSBC is denying reports that it received leaked information on submarine building from a South Korean technology advisory company, SI. The denial comes after a South Korean newspaper reported that the company provided CSBC with information about the design of the Jongbogo-class submarine used by the South Korean Navy. The Jongbogo-class submarine is a variant of a submarine developed by a German company. According to CSBC, it had designed in its entirety the submarines that had been contracted to building under the government's Indigenous Development Program, and the news report from South Korea is without foundation. The Central Weather Bureau is warning that the current third plum rain front of this year will continue to affect the island for the remainder of the week and into early weekend. According to the Bureau's Forecast Center, some of the largest accumulation of rainfall since the weather front began affecting Taiwan earlier this week has been reported in Xinju and Miaoli. Heavy rain has also been affecting Jiayi, Kaohsiung, and Pingdong. Heavy rain advisories remain in effect for nearly all of Taiwan proper, with the exception of Yilan, Hualien, and Taidong. And those advisories will remain in effect through late this morning, but are also likely to be extended. The Weather Bureau says the rain will gradually ease from Sunday. In international news, an American woman who prosecutors say led an all-female battalion of Islamic State militants in Syria has pleaded guilty. The AP's Ed Donahue reports. Allison Fluke Ekran broke down sobbing after admitting in federal court near Washington to conspiring to provide material support to a foreign terrorist organization. She could face a maximum 20-year sentence. Fluke Ekran once lived in Kansas. In Syria, she trained women and young girls to use automatic rifles, grenades, and suicide belts. Some were as young as 10 or 11, according to one witness cited in court documents. Fluke Ekran spoke openly about wanting to conduct an attack in the U.S., including by parking a car loaded with explosives in a shopping mall garage. Another witness said she discussed ideas for a bomb attack on a college campus in the Midwest. Ed Donahue, Washington.
Hungarian Ambassador Shava Kuroshi has been elected as the next president of the UN General Assembly. And he warned immediately after Tuesday's vote that the world is in the throes of a dangerous crisis and the credibility of the United Nations is at stake. Kuroshi takes over the presidency of the 193 member world body in September. And health workers protested on Tuesday around France to demand more hiring and better salaries in public hospitals. Nine unions and collectives organized a day of protest, including a demonstration outside the health ministry in Paris and in dozens of other towns and cities. They are pressing the government's attention to do something about staff shortages as emergency services risk closing. President Emmanuel Macron has promised a rethink of the public hospital system and commissioned an urgent review by July 1st. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.